Okay, gentlemen, so um, before we get started um, with the text itself, I want you to go to your book, go to your text, and take a look at the way um, Folger has set up the text. If you go inside, just open the book. Um, how about page eight? You're going to see that on the left are notes. On the right is the text. Actually, let's flip back a page. Go back to the beginning of Act One. So if you look at the left, at the very beginning, before you begin, it gives a synopsis of what is going to happen in that scene. And then you're going to note that there are notes to the left that correspond to the text. Words that are no longer in usage that would be in our dictionary will show up on the left side. For example, we don't use number four, blood, which means Christ's blood. So that shows up in the text. And if on line four, you see where that is, blood. So on the left, it gives you the definition of that. So you can use the left side of the text as a means to understand the text better. So my suggestion, use that, use the dictionary, and you'll have everything that you need. So that's how the text goes, and it works that way through the entire, through the entire um, book. The play, in terms of the characters and what they speak, will always be on the, on the right, and the notations will be on the left. Now I want to give you a little bit of a summary of, um, of Act 1, Scene 1, so that you have a sense of what's going on before you begin to listen. Okay? Um, Act 1, Scene 1. Iago tells Rodrigo how Cassio has been promoted over him to the position of lieutenant to the Moor Othello. Moor meaning a black person from Africa. Moor was the term that was used in Shakespearean time and during the Middle Ages as well um, to designate a person of darker color skin that came from Africa. So basically, Moor means black. Keep that in mind. Now, Othello, a general in the service to Venice, at that point in Italy, there was not a one united Italy. It was all these little city-states. So Venice was, in and of itself, its own state with its own group of leaders. So you had the doge and you had senators that would rule Venice. So Othello was this very brave soldier, a general, who was hired by the Venetians. Now Iago is furious, but he resolves to continue to serve Othello for his own ends. So we see right at the very beginning here that Iago is angry, he's mad, and he's going to seek revenge. So keep that in mind. Having learned that his master has eloped with Desdemona, and if you go to our map, you note that Desdemona is the daughter of Barbantio. And Barbantio is one of the senators. 
Iago informs her father, Barbancio, that an old black ram is tupping your white you. Lots of racial implications there. So they call Othello the old black ram because he's black, um, which would be um, also a reference to his size, that he is a man of grandeur. And if you notice, um, if you remember back to the image that I had you write about uh, yesterday, you can see that he is a stately general who commands respect. And tupping means having sex, um, and then with your you, you with your white you, a you is a little um, a little lamb or sheep. So it sets up her Desdemona as this very young person. So the two of them have eloped. So that is Act One, Scene One, and the other person who is in our scene is a said Rodrigo who has consistently attempted to um, to win over the affection of Desdemona. And if you notice, Barbancio didn't like him, didn't want him around, didn't agree to having Barbancio be a suitor for his Desdemona. Um, so you see that Rodrigo still has a a flame and carries a torch and loves Desdemona from afar, but her father doesn't want him around. Desdemona doesn't want him around, but Iago is going to use Rodrigo. Watch that closely. Okay. I think that pretty much covers us for act one, scene one. Now you may listen. Hi, gentlemen. Um, We're going to start um, with Othello, with Act 1, Scene 1. You will be given the opportunity to listen. I am going to record each act and scenes from each act for you to read along and listen to professional actors acting out the play. Um, I highly suggest suggest you using this because it really will help you uh, comprehend what's going on. Okay, here we go. We present Othello by William Shakespeare. Da, 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 da. 
take it much unkindly that thou, Yago, who hast had my purse, as if the strings were thine, shouldst know of this. Oh, but you'll not hear me. If ever I did dream of such a matter, abhor me. Thou toldst me thou didst hold him in thy hate. Despise me if I do not. Three great ones of the city, in personal suit to make me his lieutenant, off cap to him. And by the face of man, I know my price. I am worth no worse a place. But he, as loving his own pride and purposes, evades them with a bombast circumstance. Honourably stuffed with epithets of war, and in conclusion, none suits my mediators. For certes, says he, I have already chose my officer. <laughs> and what was he? Forsooth, a great arithmetician, one Michael Cassio, a Florentine, a fellow almost damned in a fair wife that never set a squadron in the field, nor the division of a battle knows more than a spinster, unless the bookish theoric wherein the togged consuls can propose as masterly as he. He'd prattle without practice is all his soldiership. But he, sir, had the election. And I of whom his eyes had seen the proof at Rhodes, at Cyprus, and on other grounds, Christian and heathen, must be beleed and calmed by debitor and creditor. His counter-caster, he, in good time, must his lieutenant be, and I, God bless the mark, his moorship's ancient. By heaven, I rather would have been his hangman. Why, there's no remedy. It is the curse of service. Preferment goes by letter and affection, and not by old gradation. But each second stood heir to the first. Now, sir, be judge yourself whether I, in any just term, am a find to love them all. I would not follow him then. Oh, sir, content you. I follow him to serve my turn upon him. We cannot all be masters. Not all masters cannot be truly followed. You shall mark many a duteous and knee-crooking knave that, doting on his own obsequious bondage, wears out his time, much like his master's ass for naught but provender, and when he's old, <coughs> cashiered. Whip me such honest knaves. Others there are who, trimmed in forms and visages of duty, keep yet their hearts attending on themselves, and throwing but shows of service on their lords, do well thrive by them. And when they have lined their coats, do themselves homage. <laughs> These fellows have some soul. And such a one do I profess myself. For, sir, it is as sure as you are, Roderigo. Were I the more, I would not be Iago. In following him, I follow but myself. Heaven is my judge, not I for love and duty, but seeming so for my peculiar end. For when my outward action doth demonstrate the native act and figure of my heart in compliment extern, tis not long after but I will wear my heart upon my sleeve for doors to peck at. <laughs> I am not what I am. What a full fortune does the thick lips owe if he can carry it thus. Hey, call up a father. Rouse him. Make after him. Poison his delight, proclaim him in the streets, incense her kinsman, and though he in a fertile climate dwell, plague him with flies. Though that his joy be joy, yet throw such chances of vexation on't as it may lose some colour. Here is her father's house. I'll call aloud. Do. With like timorous accent and dire yell, as when by night and negligence the fire is spied in populous cities. <coughs> uh, what ho! Brabantio! Signor Propatio, ho! Awake! 
What ho, Brabantio! Thieves! 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 Look to your house, your daughter and your bags! Thieves! 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 What is the reason of this terrible summons? What is the matter there? Senor, is all your family within? Are your doors locked? Why, wherefore ask you this? Soon, sir, you're rocked. For shame, put on your gown. Your heart is burst. You have lost half your soul. Even now, now, very now, an old black ram is chopping your white. You, arise, arise. Awake the snorting citizens with the bell, or else the devil will make a grandsire of you. Arise, I say. What, have you lost your wits? Most reverend, senor, do you know my voice? Not I. What are you? My name is Rodrigo. The worse are welcome. I charge thee not to haunt about my doors. In honest plainness, thou hast heard me say my daughter is not for thee. And now, in madness, being full of supper and distempering draughts, upon malicious neighbouring dost thou come to start my quiet. Sir, sir, sir. But thou must needs be sure my spirit and my place have in them power to make this bitter to thee. Patience, good sir. What tells thou me of robbing? This is Venice. My house is not a grave. Most grave, Brabantio, in simple and pure soul, I come to you. Soon, sir, you are one of those that will not serve God if the devil bid you. Because we come to do you service, and you think we are ruffians, you'll have your daughter covered with a Barbary horse. You'll have your nephews nay to you. You'll have courses for cousins and genets for Germans. What profane wretch art thou? I am one, sir. That comes to tell you your daughter and the more are now making the beast with two backs. Thou the villain! You are the senator. This thou shalt answer. I know thee, Rodrigo. Sir, I will answer anything. But I beseech you, if to be your pleasure and most wise consent, as partly I find it is, that your fair daughter, at this odd even and dull watch of the night, transported, with no worse nor better guard, but with a knave of common hire, a gondolier, to the gross clasps of a lascivious moor, if this be known to you and your allowance, well, we then have done you bold and saucy wrongs. But if you know not this, my manners tell me we have your wrong rebuke. Do not believe that from the sense of all civility I thus would play and trifle with your reverence. Your daughter, if you have not given her leave, I say again, hath made a gross revolt, tying her duty, beauty, wit, and fortunes in an extravagant and wheeling stranger of here and everywhere. Straight satisfy yourself. If she be in her chamber or your house, let loose on me the justice of the state for thus deluding you. Strike on the tinder hole. Give me a taper. Call up all my people. This accident is not unlike my dream. Belief of it oppresses me already. Light, I say. Light. Farewell, for I must leave you. It seems not meet nor wholesome to my place to be produced as if I stay. I shall against the moor. For I do know the state, however this may gall him with some check, cannot with safety cast him. But he's embarked with such loud reason to the Cyprus wars, which even now stand in act, that for their souls, another of his fathom, they have none to lead their business. In which regard, though I do hate him as I do hell pains, yet for necessity of present life I must show out a flag and sign of love, which is indeed but sign, that you shall surely find him, lead to the Sagittary, the raised surge, and there I will be with him. So, farewell.
It is too true an evil. Gone she is. And what's to come of my despising time is not the bitterness. Now, Rodrigo, where didst thou see her? Oh, unhappy girl. With the more, says thou, who would be a father? How didst thou know twas she? Oh, she deceives me. Past thought, what said she to you? Gadmo tapers, raise all my kindred. Are they married, think you? Truly, I think they are. Oh, heaven, how got she out? Oh, treason of the blood. Fathers from hence, trust not your daughter's minds by what she see them act. Is there not charms by which the property of youth and maidhood may be abused? Have you not read, Rodrigo, of some such thing? Yes, sir, I have indeed. Call up my brother. Oh, would you had had her some one way, some another. Do you know where we may apprehend her in the moor? I think I can discover him, if you please, to get good guard and go along with me. Pray you lead on. At every house I'll call. I may command at most. Get weapons, ho, and raise some special officers of the night. On, good Rodrigo. I'll deserve your pains. <laughs>